Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, welcome back to the Lori and Julia show for your Monday. On my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Before you know it, it's going to be state fair time. And I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but we are going to be in a brand new location for the Minnesota State Fair. You know where it is? I asked, give us uh, directions, and they said, (laughs) south of Randall. That's what I thought it sounded like. On Underwood, south of Randall, next to Northern Tool. Yeah, it's right up in the Butterfly House. Yeah. yeah, and across Christian from Kittyland. Kitty uh, Kitty, yes. yes, that'll be our new. And I, I, we'll be even closer, closer to the Midway Men's. We will. Uh, oh, the bathroom. No, the no? Midway Men's. We love their two dollar cheeseburgers oh, and their right. three dollar yes. fifty cent mm-hmm. light beers. Yes, right. So we'll good. be closer. Right. Yeah, yeah, we'll our be walk right there. won't be as long. Right. That's mm-hmm. right, Julia. And I'm pretty sure that big uh, Ferris wheel is back, taking up our rightful spot. But now that we've got a permanent building, we have a permit. We're going to have a building. Oh, that's so Only fancy. It took how many years to get one of those? 15. That's all right. Yeah. 15. <laughs> that's not long. That's not bad. <laughs> Other people have waited longer. Okay, so, uh, Julia, let's talk about some Hollywood stuff. All right, can we? we? Yep. Which one, do we, which one are we going to Well, let's talk about <laughs> why do people in Hollywood sometimes not get divorced? For example, Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck, they were just... Um, a judge just issued them sort of a a warning to finalize their divorce mm-hmm. or have it dismissed. The Superior Court of Los Angeles County uh, let Garner and Affleck a, a notice outlining, listen, you have to do something. Judge Thomas Lewis said the court may dismiss the case for delay in prosecution if they fail to provide necessary documents. And... Another source says, well, there's just no rush here. They continue to figure out ways of working together as a family, and this is what works for them. But you can't file divorce document decrees and then expect them to just stay there forever. forever. There's a time. There's a time. It's about one or both of them dragging their feet, and I can't figure out why. Well, Ben made way more money than Jennifer Gardner during the time we were they were married. Okay. Okay. So that's Mm -hmm. maybe maybe there's money issue, but I also. um, But if it was about a property settlement or money settlement or child custody, they could still get that bifurcate the divorce where you get divorce. I think that they're just. And you settle the other stuff later. This is what other people have done. It's so... I mean, the nanny scandal was three summers ago. Right. And he is with Shooka Shookas. And he bought a new house. Yeah. Close by. Maybe they're just figuring... It doesn't make sense. Well, 
It doesn't I, make sense. The the reason that they're giving that this is a thing for the kids because you unless, can still get divorced unless with the kids. Ben really does not want to marry. Lindsay ben, shook us. Yeah, and Ben she's Shack no, shook us. Yeah, and he's in no rush to get a divorce because she'll say, where's my ring? That's right. All right, there you go. Ooh, because that. yeah. Oh, that's a good one, Lori. Because think of it, like Maria Shriver and Arnold Schwarzenegger, they have been separated since 2011 and they're still not divorced. They're still not divorced? No. Okay, um, that's so odd to me. Amy Poehler and Will Arnett, four years before they even bothered to get divorced. Um, you know, people... If they Brad and Angelina meet, are going on two years. Yes, and Brad and Angelina had to come home with the kids. Um, she says, I'm in the back in this market, L.A., with the kids because it's Brad Pitt has some, um, he gets them. Well, I'm sure Maleficent is wrapped up. Filming, I mean, yeah. they, the, the, I, mean she, I love that she took she the was kids ordered, to Whole Foods right. and was smiling and laughing. Right. She was ordered to return, the, according to the judges, order Brad Pitt has a right to custody of the kids for no less than four hours every other day on school days and 12 hours every other day on non-school days. Mm-hmm. Boy, I think she doesn't want joint custody. I will no, put it right there. She we just, already know that. Yeah. She fired, filed for full custody. Yep. yep. So That seems unlikely. Mm-hmm. The judge is waiting for a custody evaluation for at least one psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, the judge indicated he will deal with temporary custody issues while he awaits the report. Yeah, I think Angelina has, she's got two law firms. She's got Laura Wasser working on the financial side of the divorce and a new firm Mm -hmm. that's going to do the custody. Right. Because remember, both she and Brad are asking for a bifurcated divorce right. where they get their single, single. status, mm-hmm. but everything else will be worked out later. Right. So, um, because her aggressive filing, you know, with, you know, all the stuff that happened last week in response to the stuff he was doing, um, so there's there, and it was all filed under the new attorneys. Yeah. The new attorneys famously repped. Kim Basinger in her very, very bitter oh. divorce, bruising divorce from Alec Baldwin. Right. And that was where we got the sensational leak of the rude, thoughtless little pig video. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And it was thought that Alec Baldwin basically came out and said Kim Basinger and her legal team leaked that. Oh, that's right. That they that did. was a dirty they trick did. that they a dirty played. dirty trick. And... Um, Anyway, and Laura Wasser might be doing more the financial, and this other law firm is working on the custody thing. I'm going to tell you what I think, though, Lori. And re- this is what I have a, a an inkle and a of a, a spidey sense. I do. I don't think Laura Wasser is working with her anymore. I'm just going to put it out there. I don't think she is. I think she has new attorneys. Mm-hmm. And um, she wanted to go in a different direction than Laura Wasser wanted to go. I don't think they're working together anymore. All right, but they haven't, no one has said that. No one has said that, but I don't think they're working together anymore. Right. I'm just going to say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if it's true or not true. Yeah. But um, well, oh. she was beaming from ear to ear as she was walking out of Whole Foods. She just looked she was in West Hollywood. Looked mm-hmm. had little kitten heels on, and the kids were all together. I bet she is dying to know what the um, therapists that have spent all this time mm-hmm. with Brad, Brad and the and kids, the kids, right. the kids alone, how many therapists okay. are there, 
what are they going to say? Not that we'll ever know or anything, but you mm-hmm. just know that Angelina wants to know. Oh, how, because that'll yeah. that'll be everything. Yep. So right now, that's privileged information. That's mm-hmm. right. But right. don't they have a court date coming yes. up? Twenty first. Sure yeah. The twenty first. Those kids are getting so big. Those twins. Mm-hmm. Jeez, it looks chilly in L.A. Angelina has a pashima on. She does. A cashmere wrap, <laughs> as it were. As it as it were. Yeah. Um. It anyways. Does. But TMZ is, uh, they are, they are ride or die for Brad Pitt on all of this. Just mm-hmm. so you know. So just, you know. That's all right. I well, there it. we go. And Team Pitt also went to the blast to let them know that Angelina is getting a big fat paycheck from Maleficent too. Oh, really? Tell mm-hmm. me that story. Well, just these the, two, their, their fangs are out. They I, are going. I know it. I know it. They're all, they're just in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then fathers have to pay child support all the time. Well, of course they do. Well, I know, but it, Team Brad Pitt was like, oh, you know, Angelina is so money hungry. Why does she need child support? I mean, that is something. I mean, look at old Charlie Sheen and his uh, heavy child support. It isn't so much the alimony as it is. Oh, it's the child yeah. support, mm-hmm. of course. So, and six kids. And it's That's her gonna- first acting job that she's done in like four years. She made that movie about Cambodia. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, the documentary. She's not, hasn't been making a ton of money. I mean, well, what has he been doing? He hasn't been doing well, a lot of movies. He's had, well, he's he, a few. Yeah, he's, 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 he's worked more. And I don't know that they had any kind of a prenup when they got married. She would have made a lot more money if she'd married him. A long, in, long in time 2010. ago. Yeah. Really, because then, mm-hmm. anyway. All right. So. Well, real quickly, Julie, you remember this on Friday, the story that said she wanted to file a palimony suit she did. in California to yep. talk about you the money he earned in palimony, before they were married. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. They're, they're, saying she's having, yeah. She, they're saying she's having some financial problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And then that would go all the way back. But it, palimony, it, you cannot file that in the state of California. You should have to do it in another state. Ever since that one case with um, Yeah, it was the Michelle, Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin. And Michelle, his... Michelle yeah, yeah, Lee was her name. Mm-hmm. I forgot what her last name was, but that's what started the whole palimony yeah. thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm not, I'm not more, a fan. Like, I'm just thinking, I do think she might have two, two uh, legal angles on this. All right. Well, she could have two, two but I kind of feel like she firms. only has one. Mm. Mm. We'll see. All right, I've got an see. inkle and you've got an inkle in the different direction. Okay. Fine. Mm, we can all inkle, inkle, inkle. All right. I asked Julia what uh, Crazy Rotations did at the box office, but that's I keep open telling you, yet. it opens Wednesday night. Okay. This Wednesday night. People, if you, I, it's a fun, fun night. Did Do anyone it. see Black Klansman? That opened this weekend. That was supposed My to be really did, good. My mom did, but I haven't heard. You haven't talked to her. The mm-hmm. Meg, the big budget shark thriller. That was the big winner. Yeah, I know. I know Jason Statham must have just done that part for the money. It looks terrible, but it is. It had terrible reviews, Lori, but they don't care. But it's kind of funny on some movies. It just doesn't matter. No. Critic proof. Yeah. Look at Slender Man. Is that the story about the two girls in Wisconsin? It's based on that. Is yes. it based on those two, those three I don't know girls? If it's specifically those girls, but it's the story of this character called Slender Man. Yeah, I yes. know. Okay. The wife Hard is movie. opening this Friday too, which looks so good, and that's with Glenn Close. Oh, yeah. That yeah, we yeah. talked about, you know, and that's got ninety one percent crazy rich agents, ninety seven percent. 
Yeah, uh, Glenn Close, her daughter, who's 30, plays the young Glenn Close in the, in the movie. movie. I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. It's, they it's, look so much alike. Oh, my gosh, yes. All right, listen. I think look. It's, I'm looking forward. There's a lot of good movies out, finally. Yeah, finally. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, we come back. It's time for the Derby. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Happy Monday. Nice to be with you today. I have some Real Housewives of New York news to start with. Let's okay. talk about this um, this funeral. Bethany Frankel had to go to her kind of on-again, off-again boyfriend's funeral. Um, Dennis Shields died on Friday, and she went to his funeral today in Long Island. She posted an Instagram photo of Dennis Shields and her dog, Cookie. You know, her dog, Cookie, who was oh so cute, and it was mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. show quite a bit, died in October of 2017. And she captioned it, rest in peace, my sweet babies, who gave me endless, unconditional love. Hashtag now and forever. Elizabeth, is that um, <laughs> is that uncomfortable? Uh, the estranged wife of two years is at the funeral with their yep. kids, and Bethany Frankel is there. Yes, yes. Um, it's again, wildly uncomfortable. Yeah, but it's, I mean, but it like kind of is what it is. it is. Yeah, and you know, I just thought she was just. I know New York Housewives was filmed like six months ago, yep. but she was just having salads at uh, her new Tribeca apartment with Dorinda and saying, "I don't know if you know Dennis and I are going to be together." I mean, yeah. so they were still very much kind of they were on, they and, were on, on and off, and off. Right. Yeah, 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 on and off, and it was kind of I think a. I mean, I think it was just kind of a companionship relationship, but never really any commitment. I think they've known each other for like 30 years. They've known each other for, uh, yes. Long, long time. Because Bethany went to high school with Jill, his estranged wife. Okay. They went to high school together, and so she met Dennis through Jill all that long time ago. But Bethany then said that she'd spoken to Jill since high school maybe three times. All right. And so then when... um, when Dennis and his wife Jill split up, after that was when he and Bethany started okay, seeing yeah, each other. Right, um, well, maybe it's it all com- maybe it's all completely fine because the wife seemed to put very loving things out there. I mean, she totally talking did. for a fifty-one-year-old man to right. die. Yeah, I mean, like that. he he took multiple pills on Thursday night oh, and then woke up yeah. on Friday feeling ill, and he okay. asked his um, maid to go get him Narcan on Friday morning. The maid went, but then he died before 9 a.m. So sources are saying that his heart could not cope with the dosage that he took of oxycodone, um, Mm -hmm. that he was treating back pain, which was lingering after a 2015 surgery. But, you know, I don't know. Right. Um, But Bethany Frankel, I mean, there are photos of her just absolutely sobbing at the cemetery. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yes, the estranged wife. You don't wife, expect it. You just. No, you don't. I mean, he, he had a son and a daughter. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, there were a lot of people there. I, I mean, you can see tons of photos of. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Like lots of, yeah. I mean, it was raining and everyone's in black and, mm. you know, it's a sad, sad thing. So that's what happened there. And then when we move on to Luann De La Seps, also of Real Housewives of New York, what do you think about this? She's sitting down for her first interview since entering rehab and she's talking to Megan Kelly. Oh, oh, of course she is. That's how desperate they that's both a, are. That's, yep. Boy. Yep. I'm sorry. She, I mean, she just went into treatment in July. Yeah. And so now she's going to go on Megyn no, Kelly no. today. That's the second time she went yeah, into re- treatment. Yeah, I know. I know. But I mean, that was not that long ago to get out of treatment and do an interview no, and do a live isn't. interview like it, that. But the, it's pathetic. It's pathetic is what it is. She's already gone sides. back to st- on to the stage. Yeah, she came out of this Connecticut facility um, just like within the last week or two. And August 4th returned. was her first performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sunday. And then she yeah. was back doing mm-hmm. her cabaret show. Right. And then the fact that 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 Megan or yeah, that Megan Kelly that that. I mean, no, literally nobody wants to go on that show. What's kind of funny is that I, I sort of forgot that it was on. Yeah, because oh, totally. why, why would yeah. you tune in? Because remember at the beginning, I mean, it was time to watch and kind of figure out how it was going to go. And now I'm just so automatic. And remember her first big interview? Alex Jones, the Sandy Hook conspiracy denier. Yeah. And mean, that was on her Sunday night interviews. Yes. Yeah. And it yeah. was such a mistake. And that was, oh boy, yeah. NBC made the biggest mistake in hiring her. They could yeah. have had Tamron Hall. They could have had Tamron yeah, Hall. I know. And now ABC is going to get her. I know. And Lucky hoping, ABC. I know. I hope she's a great lead into Twin Cities Live. Give I us think something she good. will. Give us something good, lady. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Boy, Aretha Franklin's death is imminent. Sources are I saying, know. you know, she's been ill for a long time, but it is. she is very, very sick. I can't believe we're talking about this. No. She, I know. She's had pancreatic cancer since Well, this is... Okay, Can you that, believe it? You have to right. take all of that with a grain of salt. this is all from the... Re- I know, re- I know, but sometimes Can I, I think, just finish? It's yeah. from the reporter that yes. she has been... Commun- the family's been communicating information. But members of the family, yes. and I don't know. I, I think I like to respect Miss Franklin's respect for privacy, privacy and not have to be speculating all this stuff she never wanted us to know she's been very very private you're her absolutely family right wants you to put her in her that's your fine. thoughts and prayers yes. and that anchor woman was communicating that mm-hmm. yeah that's what the that uh the wdiv in detroit and that's yep. who her family communicates with they have a close relationship with them yes. so they've been talking about it um non-stop that she is gravely ill and um i know that's gonna be sad mm-hmm. 76 years old i mean i know that's that's just the seeming younger. Young. I yeah, know it's it seeming younger. It, it totally does. is. Um, Sean Penn frolicking around on the beach with his girlfriend. Can we just talk about the age difference here, guys? He's fifty-seven. She is twenty-six. Oh well, well, he had to be photographed today since his, his ex-wife got married, married to her to, hot French yep. guy. Exactly. Yes. Ding 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 ding. You're totally right. Uh, that is exactly it. So I'm sure that there was maybe a phone call made, mm-hmm. and. Um, so anyway, his girlfriend, twenty six though. Oh, that's Sean. Young. Sean, Penn. I mean, that is very young. Very, but so classic. It's just classic. Twenty six and fifty seven. I can't even wrap my head around that. Mm. I. She was thirty six. I would be. 
Totally well, fine. All right. So the I The twenty six year old, the only reason she's with that guy is he's either gonna be famous or has money. Because yeah. the yeah. average twenty six year old chick does not want a fifty six year old guy. No, and she's Sorry. super hot. And she's yeah. an actress. Yeah, okay. She was in a lifetime movie. Mother, May I Sleep with Danger? Ah, I think I watched that. <laughs> Thanks for asking. James Franco and Tori Spelling, also in that movie. Uh-huh. Oh, Lori, you're so funny. I think <laughs> I, I watched that. that. I'm sure. Yeah, Did you guys see this story that's circulating about Marilyn Monroe's lost nude scene? Yes. It's yes. really interesting. Are you talking about this invention scandal no, or anything? Tell I don't us. Wanna, I, tell, tell us. Okay. I got to make sure that I don't, um, nope. that I don't step on any toes. Uh, but it was cut... From the Misfits, and it has been rediscovered. It, and it was cut from the film by John Huston. It was previously believed to have been destroyed, but there's an author who made the discovery during research for his book, Marilyn Monroe: The Private Life of a Public Icon, which is due out tomorrow. And um, there is the son of the producer of the movie. So this guy's name is Curtis Taylor. Learned that he has kept the footage in a locked cabinet since his father's death in 1999. Oh. It's a love scene with Clark Gable. Marilyn Monroe dropped the covering bed sheet and exposed her body. Mm. As it one w- does. As one does. It would have been one of the first, if not the first, nude scene by an American actress in a major production if it had made it into the final version. But John Huston refused to include the nude scene. He felt that it was unnecessary to the story. But Frank Taylor believed that it was so important and so groundbreaking, he was the producer, that he saved it. Good idea. No um, kidding. We don't know what will become of the found footage. Curtis Taylor has not decided, but this is being talked about in this book again that have is out you, tomorrow. Uh, have you guys seen that movie? No. No. The, I, oh, it was shot in 1961. It is one of the most depressing movies. Oh, really? It was her final watch. film before yeah. her death. The same with Clark. Clark yeah, died 19 mother. days oh, after it was filmed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it is. I don't see how a nude scene could help that movie. It's, <laughs> it's seriously depressing. Oh, man. Oh, no. John Huston was right. Right. All right, that's what I have. Yeah, that movie was like cursed. Yeah, when no you think kidding about it. When you think about it, well, it was. I, I hope our traffic isn't cursed today because we need something good happening yeah, out there. Kenny. Yeah, no, I can't promise you. All that. right, fine. And we come back, we get some sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd, it keeps coming up. All right, everybody. Okay, so. Um, Yes, sexting your partner may spice things up in the bedroom, but in the long term could wreck your relationship. If you send your sex to the wrong person. No, not even that. (laughs) But that is true. That'll end it fast. (laughs) Purdue University experts um, were interested in, you know, studying the topics of sexting, self-esteem, relationship satisfaction, and... um, the the big sexters yes did report more sexual satisfaction than the non-sexting group but they were also more likely to have fights and have doubts about their romantic partner because and they would only communicate through texting sexting yeah yep. um so and by sexting they mean photographs and then racy messages okay okay is what uh they wanted to look at And they found that the frequent and hypersexters who did it several times a day or many times daily respectively had the most uh, problems in their romantic relationships because 
infidelity related behaviors on social media mm-hmm. who else are you doing it with right. are you looking at pornography blah blah Twice blah a day. it was all people in committed relationships okay okay and um but they yeah they're more likely to have arguments watch porn flirt with other people online according to the study from Purdue because the sexters are focusing so much on the sexual part right. of the relationship and neglecting other areas you know like talking listening <laughs> spending quality time with one another yes because you know how easy it would be to have like have sexed multiple people i mean it would be if it you wanted, to play, you wanted to play that game it would be it'd be so easy yeah, it would. and the people um people who didn't sext uh um you know it 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 might spice things up initially, right? But there is a negative side of it. So the professor at Purdue University that presented the findings at the American Psychological Association meeting in San Francisco, which I was not able to attend, I'm so bummed. Show that people who regularly sexed their partner are more insecure in their relationship. All right. So um, people with similar texting habits not sexting habits but similar texting habits so like i don't know that casey and i have texted each other more than maybe 10 times since he's had the ability the ability to do it for a couple of years caught on to it in 2018 yeah nobody yeah but i mean that you're at the same like if you what if some same with calling like there are couples that you know they check in several times a day right. if that works right. for you fine but if the if you're not that kind of a person you're gonna be i mean this was one of my tells with one of my sisters when she got married for whatever time it was whatever number it was and one of the, <laughs> and things, the only reason you're saying that is there's four between there's so the, many four there's each so many. four each yeah uh-huh. there's so many but uh one of the things that she had this one husband and if they weren't together so if we were on a trip or right. girls weekend or she'd call him, I don't know. She'd report in morning, noon and oh, night. Oh, good Lord. That and, was but just, she wanted to. She did. And he wanted her oh, to. Oh, she wanted to. It drove me crazy. Uh, Can it we drove just me crazy. be in the moment and not yeah. give the updates of when your last uh, So I could see that was. having similar texting sure, habits. If you're similar. You're happier and more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Okay. In your relationship, because if you're somebody, how come you didn't text me back? Or, oh. you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, and uh, let's see, what else do we know from this study? Um, almost all, uh, here's another thing. Almost half of all sex, sex, sexy texts sent between partners are lies. <laughs> <laughs> what? Researchers found out. <laughs> And th- now this was another one. This was at Pace University. They looked at 18 to 29-year-olds. They found that, um, yeah, almost half of the sexually explicit uh, texts are, are fibs. Two-thirds said they lied about everything from writhing around in their lingerie, lingerie or touching their bodies in a certain way um, just because they were bored. Right. Or to, like, they thought they'd help their partner along. Right. 
Additionally, lying during uh, sexually explicit texts was more common among women than men, with 45% of women saying they're lying and 24% of men. <laughs> so they're lying they're around in their, yeah. in their sweatpants. And- uh, the, seeds, the study's lead author likened the act to lying about orgasms during sexual intercourse that women will be more likely to, mm-hmm. uh, you know... Pretend enthusiasm for many things. Sure. Women lie to serve other people more than men do. And uh, based on relationship attitude questions, people are more anxious about cheating or who who tried to avoid closeness were also more likely to have lied in their sexually explicit texts than people who are more secure. All right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So... What have we learned? Well, we learned a lot, Julia. We did? Yeah, we lived. (laughs) Texting can become a crutch. And it can become a barrier to meaningful interaction. Texting all the time can come from being lonely and bored and all of that. And um, so anyway, they think that counselors should get into what people's texting habits are. Habits are. They could be damaging to their relationship, their marriage, their whatever they have together. That is what the point is. That makes sense, yes. Now, couples typically tie the knot, says uh, bridebook.com. They typically uh, date for 4.9 years before they get married. What? Tell me how old these kids are. Mm, Well. Because I feel like that is between the ages. It's all the cohabitating, Julia, is is pushing back the age of first-time brides. Um, Back in 71... The dudes were 24.6 years old and the ladies were 22.6. Okay. Of course, only uh, heterosexual marriage back then. And now people are getting married at 31 and 33, respectively. All right. And most people, before finding, quote unquote, the one, tend to have had at least two serious relationships. Okay. Before that. Yeah. And interestingly, divorce rates are at their lowest since 71, but that's also because not Marriages as many people get married. It's lowest, right. Yeah. So anyway, people having affairs tend to keep having sex with the partner they're cheating on. That's right. A new survey. What is that? Uh, people having affairs tend to keep having sex with the partner they're cheating on. Okay. So that old story of I'm not having wife with, or sex with my partner anymore. Not true. Not true. Oh. They're having sex mm. with both of you. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one. Mm. Two thirds of people <laughs> having affairs carry on having sex with their main partner that they are with. So, no, someone who's cheating won't automatically lose interest. 33% of cheaters say they try to maintain their usual sex routine <laughs> so they don't raise suspicion. Yeah. There you go. Four in 10 cheaters say they have more sex with their significant other to make sure they don't think don't anything's wrong. Don't suspect anything, right. Only 15% of people stop having sex with their partner when they start cheating. And most of those had stopped sleeping with their spouse before well, just the say, affair started. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, they got all this information from illicitencounters.com, which is, of course, the dating site for people looking for affairs, trying to make a mark like Ashley Madison. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, <sighs> your sex life with your partner is to like, more than likely going to remain exactly the same or maybe get better rather than coming to a sudden halt. So, that will be, that won't be a tell that for you. That won't be a tell at all. Right. Oh, jeez. You think can't count on anything anymore? Yeah, really, it's so unfair. <laughs> it really is. 
Oh, oh good Lord. Now, here is, do I have time for one last other sure. one? Sure. Yes. All right. Uh, so, if you are online dating, you're trying to get make something happen. Yep. Uh, plenty of fish analyze 9 million profiles to figure okay. out what music genres are most attractive. Oh, this is this will be a good new avenue because we have not heard this one we before. Have. Okay, so here's what they found looking in plenty of fish at their 9 million profiles. Okay. For guys, the answer is easily country. Guys who put country music as one of their interests got 32% more messages and were 65% more likely to find a match. Wow. Okay? That's a lot. That is huge. For, for, for the ladies, the best genre is classic rock. You're 68% more likely to get a match. Wow. That but seems weird. if you're a woman and you like metal... And you put that down, you're only going to get nine percent. Okay, more. so you got to keep classic rock. Classic rock. So, and then wow. they also found that the women who like classical music and men who like rap are the most likely to be seeking a long term relationship, not necessarily wait a second, wait a with each other. What did you just say? The women who women like- who say they put down classical music, they also put down they're looking for a long term relationship. Right. And guys who like rap are also looking for a long term relationship, not with each other, but that those are what they find. That the guys who identify with rap, they also are most likely looking for a long term relationship. Now that seems counterintuitive. It does, me. doesn't it? Very much so. Classical music, ladies, that doesn't seem counterintuitive. No, no but the why rap, do we say that about the rap? Because it's usually younger people. Yeah, younger people who like rap, and I don't see them as looking for the committed long term relationships. They're young, but just based on age, it might be clever in its deviousness. <laughs> right? <laughs> Think about that, Leave people. It to you to go there. Think I about know. it because it is so counterintuitive. Yeah, that exactly. One. Yeah. All right. All right. So there we there go. We go. That's well, what we have for good, you today. Lori. All right. When we come back, we got our favorite headlines of the day. Hey everybody, oh, there's uh, In My Feelings, Drake, nobody's Peaky. falling out of a car you doing know, that. Man. Is he to coming this week? Well, his, he was supposed to be here Sunday, yesterday, I think. Because it was canceled. rescheduled from last week, is he still coming? I'll double check on that. Alright. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, don't for, you know, by the time we walk into the voting booth in November, everything, uh, there's only one candidate for each party on the ballot. But tomorrow is primary day, so don't forget to vote people that's a thank you honey yeah. for reminding us it doesn't there are multiple candidates and it's yes. just your chance to uh, narrow down the field and so it's the primary election and um yes you can take a selfie and if you're a u.s citizen and you're 18 year old on election day yes and you've lived in minnesota for at least 20 days um and if you're a felon and you've completed all your sentence stuff uh and you're legally competent then you can vote Thank you, love. And yes, you can also register to vote uh, there, and it's easy to find. So, yeah, I kind of always like the primary because mm-hmm. I'm always like, a, I'm like, I wonder who it's going to be. And there's so many choices. There's so many there's choices. There's a lot of people I running. Know, right. So just don't forget yeah, that I mean, tomorrow. Three for governor and three for this and three yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah, there's really a lot. So I um, do uh, not see uh, Drake on the schedule. Yeah, I so think I wonder what happened. Rescheduled. Uh, rescheduled the schedule. Rescheduled. I haven't seen. I don't see it. Yeah. 
Okay, a favorite headline today is the great, you know, the extended version of the 1968 TV special that made Elvis oh come gosh. back is going to be in theaters, Julie, on Wednesday night. I, it's one of those big theater things. Would They've you added go to footage. This? Uh, if I was with my mom, absolutely, right. we'd be going in a you heartbeat. You would be going in a heartbeat, right. Absolutely. On Wednesday night, I would be going to Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper. Oh, that's right. That's right. But um, I will talk more about it on Wednesday in case people are interested in watching this <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime event on the big screen. <laughs> Fantastic. All righty, then. Uh, Doria Ragland is reportedly moving to England to be closer to her Duchess daughter. Does that mean Duchess of Buttons is pregnant? Well, that would be. I'm that would thinking, be a reason to that move. That would totally be a reason. I think to that's move. just idle speculation. You know, mm-hmm. that's all. I think I, so too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is posted. Maggie Gyllenhaal. She will make you gasp. In the uh, trailer for the Netflix movie, The Kindergarten Teacher. What are we it watching? It looks so scary. It looks so scary. I love it's it. A kindergarten teacher. It's, it's a thriller. It's going to come out on Netflix. It has like four out of four stars or something. But it doesn't come out till October, does it? October yeah. 12th. Yeah. Wow. Yes. So we have some good. time. She's very good. I like her so much. She is so an much. excellent actress. She's excellent. She is. Yeah. Yes, and The Deuce comes back in September 9th or something like oh, that. Oh, it does? Yeah, for season two of that one. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz thinks Louis, C- Louis C.K.'s I Love Your Daddy should just go away. I agree. She's in that movie with him. Um, Louis C.K., oh, remember, it was supposed to come yes. out, and then the allegations is came out. Is it coming back? Well, I don't, I don't think mm, Louis C.K., but so. this is a movie she did. And it's inappropriate. I mean, like with everything that came out about, about him, him and his yeah. Me Too, mm-hmm. I think Glowy yeah. Grace is absolutely correct, and it should just go away. It doesn't need to come out. No. Okay. What's this about? A TSA agent yelled at Anna Paquin at the airport and made her cry. Yes, and with what social media why available, did they, why did they make her cry? What did they do? Well, Julia, I'm going to tell you, and you <laughs> might want to cry. You. you might want to cry too when I tell you this story. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Um, by the way, did anyone look at the red carpet for the Teen Choice Awards? No. Did you? No, I did look I at did it actually, it but I, I. I'm so not interested. Yeah, because you didn't know who any of the kids no, were? not really. <laughs> All right. Let's be honest. Uh, Anna Paquin, um, you know, she has the twins with Stephen Moyer, who she met on True Blood. And she does not really, I don't know, she shared a story about being yelled at by a TSA agent at the airport. And she wrote on Instagram that the signs at security were confusing when she asked an agent where she should go, the agent got rude and loudly told her to read the signs. She was traveling alone with the twins, traveling coach, and her luggage is not designer even matching. Not that it matters. It was just kind of a rambling thing. And um, anyway, she said, I'm not saying it's the worst thing in the world. I wasn't in the wrong place, but he was just like so mean. mean. Mm. And it that's it. Tone is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I people. I mean, it's just not. I've burst into tears at the airport. There's no rawer place that sometimes people can be. You're right because you, you're, you're saying so goodbye, or mercy. you're emotional, yeah. or this and that, yeah. or luggage, and I mean, it can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's she stressful. wasn't. She wasn't like doing it in any kind of a whiny, whiny way. Right. All right. Yeah, they were just mean. Somebody yeah, was mean to her. Like it. Made I don't like it. Day. Amarosa was apparently taping pretty much everybody at the White House. 
Well, apparently a reality <laughs> security glitch there. Security. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Really, really, really said, falling down the rabbit hole, people. And Lori, you said that she has, she had like a. The story that James was. Bond pen. Well, it's the Trumpiest Trumper to ever Trump Trump, this whole situation. <laughs> I mean, just you couldn't make it up because she was on his show. Yeah. Like three different times. I know. And there were people she, last year. John Kelly, I mean, why was she ever hired in the first place? Why Let's was be she real. Ever hired, right? Because she said nice things to Donald Trump and she liked him. That's why. Okay. I mean, and he's just like, I'll find you a job, Amarosa. Right. And but the rumor always She's was, an opportunist. Yeah, the rumor was that she had like some James Bond pen that recorded everything, and that was one of the reasons people didn't trust her. I love this. This is great. But I mean, yeah. why wouldn't they And now the book is called Unhinged. Comes out yeah. tomorrow. We bought. Uh, yeah, Lord. I'm we'll, not we'll reading this book. Ex- we'll, we'll have the excerpts. We don't have to read it. <laughs> right.